Hey there, sweethearts. Thank you for joining me here on Sweetheart Soul Sessions podcast, where we go from feeling a void to feeling validated, and we go from feeling grumpy to grateful. Be sure to keep your inspiration going by checking out Sweetheart Soul Sessions on Facebook. And now get ready because your session is about to start. Hello, sweethearts. It's Andrea, your natural born clairvoyant and empath, certified Reiki practitioner, performing arts director, wife, and mother. In this episode, I want to bring to the surface a topic that is something that most adults don't really talk about, but I think it's important because it's an issue that happens, um, it starts in childhood and it spans your entire life, I think. Um, But we stop talking about it when we reach a certain age. Usually by the time that we graduate from college or we're out of that college um, age bracket, we stop talking about it. And this topic is friendships, making friends, right? When we're younger, our family members encourage us to, yo, just make friends, you know, be nice and make friends and share with others. And we're taught this from a very early age. Um, and I think as little kids, we are open to friendships. We are open to making friends. And then when we get to about age five, school age, we may be a little bit hesitant about making friends, but it's still relatively easy. And then we get a little bit older and we get into third grade, fourth grade, and we start to realize that we click better with certain people versus others. And maybe we're finding that we make more of a connection with certain types of individuals over others. And we... Uh, by the time that we get to sixth and seventh grade, we start to understand the importance of friendship in our lives and why it's important. So um, by that point, we have decided basically what we feel about friends, having them, not having them, choosing them, not choosing them. By that point, eighth grade, we ninth grade, getting into high school age, we know how it feels to... Um, probably have had a friendship that didn't last, whether that person moved away or we just decided to grow apart, um, things like that. We might even know at that point, we probably know at that point what it feels like to be rejected by a certain group of friends or to have your friend group reject another person. So by the time that we get to high school, we kind of have a good map, a good layout of what a friendship is and how what that means in our own lives but then when we get to college you know we we feel like we're pros at it you know we feel like oh we've got this friendship thing under control we've got this handled like we know what it takes to be a friend and some of us join sororities and fraternities and then your idea of what a friend is gets redefined even more and those of us that don't join those types of um unions and clubs and things like that, um, you still have the tendency to make friends while taking college courses, maybe in more unconventional sort of ways. Um, And you start to bond about other things. You start to bond instead of bonding about the fact that you and your best friend in elementary school have the same skip it or the same pog 
or the same slap bracelet or the same jelly shoes. I know I'm dating myself. <laughs> um, but, but instead of bonding over things like that, when you're in college, you start to bond over the same paper that you have to take or the same paper that you have to write, or you start to bond over, um, maybe you're from the same city and you're taking classes at a college that's not in that city, but you're from the same area. Um, you start to bond about sharing the same parking lot with people or sitting next to them. And so uh, once again, our idea of friendship, you know, it shapeshifts a little bit, takes a different form um, and it, it evolves. It continues to evolve. So why after we get past that point in our lives, do we stop defining what a friendship is? It continues to evolve, my friends. It continues to evolve the older that we get. When we're in our, our, our late 30s, we should still have some idea bubble of what a friendship is. Um, but it's going to have evolved from what we thought it was when we were 16. But we stopped talking about this. And then when we're 45 and 55 and 65, once again, our, our, the idea of friendship changes. Think of somebody that is 75 years old and think about their three closest friends. You probably get this warm feeling in the center of your chest. You envision black and white photos of these people, you know, spending time together when they were younger, when they were raising their own kids. And, you know, as you flip through this photo album in your mind, you get that warm, fuzzy feeling that it's like, oh, you know, the idea that this friendship has lasted 20 years. It's just such a heartwarming feeling. But, but my thing is, how do you get to that point? How do you get to the point of, of maintaining friendships and understanding what friendship means past the age of 25 if nobody really talks about it? So uh, my, the thing that, that, that brought this topic to the surface for me um, today was I was explaining to my teenage sons, I, well, I have a preteen and a teenager, and I was explaining to them that, they're, the, friends that the friendships that they have right now are changing. They're definitely in transit. They're not going to be the same next year. Um, I've got one that's going into high school next year and another one that's going into junior high next year. And even though they're going to be with the same kids, some of the same kids that they're friends with now, their friendships are not going to be the same. And I, I see my, my kids kind of holding on to this idea of, well, I have to be friends with this person because I've always been friends with this person. And what I'm trying to explain to them is that just because you open up your friend's circle doesn't mean that you're cutting off the friendships from the past. You can still be friends with those people while opening yourself up to new friendships and new people and new interests. And I think that that's really kind of difficult for them to understand right now because they're younger. But I also think that it's difficult for people, you know, that are older to understand this too. It's almost like we feel like we can't maintain our old friendships and also open ourselves up to new ones. It's almost like we feel like there's not enough space in our heart to to hold both these 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 foundation friendships, the ones that we've had forever, and then these newfound relationships, the ones that we're just making now. We feel like they have to compete and they don't. They don't have to compete. Um 
I understand that there's only so much attention that we can give. And I'm a firm advocate for keeping your friendship circle kind of small. I think it's important to have a group of people that are close to you that maybe know you best. But that's not to say that that circle itself doesn't evolve and maybe one person that's in this in the inner circle gets moved to the outer circle for a little while while you bring a new person into the inner circle and so on and so forth. I think the circles are always shifting and I think they're always changing and people are going to play different roles in your life. There's going to be chapters that you go through that you need a certain personality to balance that chapter. And maybe your best friend from fourth grade, and now you're 27, maybe that best friend from fourth grade is not the energy that you need to be closest to you while you go through this chapter. Maybe you need a new energy, a new person's energy, or maybe it was somebody that you met in, in sixth grade, you know, or somebody you met last year and their energy draws closer to you as you go through this specific time in your life. It doesn't make any friendship less or greater. It's just a shifting of energy depending on what you need at this point in your life. And I think it's very hard for adults to grasp this concept because we're so hard-headed. We we think we have to have this loyalty of, well, this person knows me. But what do they know about you? Because I'm pretty sure that in the here and now, as you guys are listening to this, your friends have never met this version of you. You are constantly changing, you are constantly evolving, and you're not going to stay the same. Your friends have never met the you for of tomorrow because it hasn't happened yet so therefore even our longest friendships are still in the same boat as our new ones our old friends and our new friends have to continually learn about us as we grow and as we change when i was in my 20s i let a pumpkin rot on my front porch Okay, (laughs) and we had carpet. Okay, I let a pumpkin rot. We put it there for Halloween or whatever, and I let it decay and soften and soften and soften until it was a moldy mess in the corner of our our front porch at our old house. And my husband will bring this up every once in a while, and I still cannot believe that I would ever do that because you're talking right now to a person that. If I walk in the house and my shoes have salt on them from outside from the snow and I track it through the kitchen, I'm, I'm there with my Swiffer cleaning that up because I don't want to look at the, the, my shoe tracks through the house. And it's not because I'm, I'm being anal, ret- anal retentive about it. I just don't. That's not something right now in my perspective that I enjoy. I, I would prefer to look at my floors without foot tracks all over them. But it's so funny that you're, this is the same person that let a pumpkin just rot for months on her front porch with no reason for it. So, so my point is, guys, about this is that I'm not the same girl. I'm not the same person. You know, physically I am. I'm still the same soul. But I'm not the same in the same mindset or the same perspective or the same energetic frequency that I was back then when I was like, ah, it's no big deal. You know, whatever. It's just a pumpkin. I'll get it when I get it. You know, I've changed, I've evolved, I've grown. I, I have different expectations for myself now. And so our friendships kind of have to follow along with that. 
Because just as you look back on your friendships maybe that you don't have anymore, you look back on people maybe that you used to hang out with but you don't hang out with them anymore, you were a different person then and you have, you have changed. And that's a good thing. And that's why we never have to feel guilty about friendships that end. Um, that's another subject. I won't go too much into that. But, you know, we never have to feel guilty about friendships that end because there's something within that energy that you needed at that point in time to learn something about yourself. And if you have soulfully evolved past that energetic frequency, then you can't stay there. And it's no hard feelings between you and those friends, you've just grown into somebody different. Just as I am no longer a, a girl that would let a pumpkin rot on her front porch carpet anymore. And I was never a slob. I just, I have no idea why I had that mindset and that mentality that was, that that was all right. All right. So that's just an example of how we aren't who we used to be. We, we act differently. We behave differently and we have different expectations for ourselves. And so that also happens within our circle of friends, our expectations and our perspectives change. And I want to address the white elephant in the room. It is possible for you to get to know somebody or to have a friend that has evolved into something that you don't like. There's a lot of people out there that continue having friendships with people even though they're uncomfortable in those friendships or they go to lunch with those friends and they leave feeling uncomfortable or like they wish they would have stayed home or they just they don't gel very well with this person anymore or they don't agree with this person anymore and they wonder why they continue to carry the friendship to wherever it's going which is really nowhere. We cannot maintain our friendships out of, oh, well, we have a history together. And we cannot maintain friendships out of pity or guilt. And a lot of people are doing that. So I just wanted to address that with you guys um, and the importance of kind of assessing our friendships as we get older and understanding that it's very important to continue to follow the advice that I gave to my preteen and my teenager, which is, Open up your solar plexus chakra to invite in friendships that are meant to further you. Friendships that are meant to match the person that you are now and the person of tomorrow that you will be. The solar plexus, just a reminder, is located in the center of your torso. It's associated with the color yellow. And it is your, it is your center. It's your energetic center for confidence, for career, for connection. All the C words, courage, um, and creativity. And, and all of this stems from that area. And that's also the first spot to close up when we're feeling nervous or we don't want to meet new people or we just don't want to be open as individuals. We don't feel like people will like us or, you know, so on and so forth. So boost up your self-esteem and, and acknowledge your worth, acknowledge your value and say, if I'm, if I am continuing to nurture friendships that don't feel right, you know, send that person your love and send them well wishes, but you don't have to continue, you know, cultivating that connection if it doesn't feel like you because you have evolved. You can keep that person in your life. You can check in with them from time to time. They may even get a little bit confused. Like, why aren't we hanging out like we used to? But if they really love you, 
and they and the friendship was built on anything worth of value they will understand that you're evolving and that you're opening yourself up to the universe sending you an energy frequency that kind of matches you in the here and now and you will be happier for it it's not a selfish thing you're not doing anything malicious you're not casting people aside recklessly you are merely giving yourself space and giving yourself room to nurture and welcome in relationships and an energy dynamic that actually will be fulfilling and exciting for you and that will help you as you get older and then when you are 75 years old you will have those pictures and you will have those experiences and those building blocks and memories of of different people from different paths and the people that you allowed in Um, and then also the older friendships like I said those foundation those building block friendships but also the new ones so I hope that this helped you guys it certainly helped me Um, I continue to evaluate my friendships all of the time and I'm so grateful to have the friends that I do and for them understanding when I need space to grow but also when I need to have them close because I need their love and vice versa. I I respect when they need me close and I also respect that they need room to go and chase their dreams. And that's really what the healthiest friendships are about, friends. So with that, stay close to anything and everything that keeps your heart sweet and I will talk to you soon. Let me call you sweetheart I'm in love Let me hear you whisper that